right, Kelsey, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast with me. Um, we're here today at the Ferguson headquarters here in Newport News and um, just wanted to, you know, get you on the podcast and just, you know, have a conversation, talk about sustainability. I know you've got experience in the field and, you know, you've got some pearls of wisdom. So uh, thank you again for joining. Yeah, absolutely. So how did you get to Ferguson? What was your background? Sure. So my background prior to Ferguson uh, was actually working on sustainability at Amtrak. So I spent uh, over six years there working on recycling and sustainability, and um, it's been very relevant here at Ferguson. Awesome. <laughs> Even though it's a different sector, uh, very very similar. And so, like, what kind of things were you in charge of? Like, what does it mean to be in, you know, director of sustainability? Like, how are you spending your day? Sure. So uh, we report on carbon and waste for our company. And so that means everything from tracking electricity usage and fleet vehicles to also um, looking at how we can recycle better and look at our waste profile. So um, we're in charge of reporting, but we're also in charge of implementing projects that make a difference in that reporting. And is there kind of a theme to your year or quarter? Like, do you have certain things that you're thinking about? Like, how do you think about, I guess, kind of long-term strategic planning? And like, how do you think about short-term planning? Yeah, so we we set long-term goals for our sustainability performance. Uh, It's approved by our board of directors. And um, that kind of governs where we're headed as a company. Um, So our goals today are to reduce our carbon emissions and our waste emissions while also increasing our recycling rate. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we do have, you know, similar to any other job, there are reporting seasons for us. So just like people can have a crunch near the end of a fiscal year, we uh, respond to the carbon disclosure project every year, which is um, a nonprofit that helps us measure how we're doing long term and uh, then we also have like the Dow Jones sustainability index so that's reporting that comes up for us every year cool and so tell me a little bit about like Ferguson as a whole like what sure. is the company doing what who is it servicing who is it who are the customers yeah so um, Ferguson it, it, we're probably the biggest company you've never heard of. Uh, so that's uh, what we've said for quite some time. But um, we're basically anything it takes to make a building from the ground up, whether it's uh, the waterworks infrastructure you need underneath the building to the sprinklers that are in the ceilings to the plumbing fixtures that are in the bathrooms, um, the HVAC equipment. We sell all of that. Um, so What we do also is, um, when we're talking about building maintenance, we also have a Ferguson facility supply group that sells uh, cleaning products. And so we basically do everything that you need to build a building and maintain it. And um, so we have grown from a local distributor out of Virginia into an over $18 billion company. Um, We have 27,000 associates nationally and over 1,400 locations. That's a vast network there, and yeah, um, yeah, it's fascinating just to even like wrap my mind around like those numbers. Um, I guess what kind of challenges are there? Do you see in kind of whether it's communicating sustainability or uh, approaching uh, like any sustainable uh, project goals? Like, like what's the what's the hardest part about your job? Would you say? Um, I think the hardest part is probably uh, finding innovative ways to reduce waste. 
because uh, there's a lot of really cool stuff um, that is very hard to recycle. And I think you know that quite well from, uh, you know, looking at all the plastic water bottles that are short. So we just, um, you know, we end up taking back a lot of customer waste uh, through renovation projects. So it, sometimes it's just really hard to find ways to recycle fiberglass or acrylic or um, some of the harder to, to recycle commodities. And what's the team like? Um, you know, I guess thinking about the structure of a traditional corporation and, mm -hmm. you know, you've got management, you've got leadership, you got associates, like what's yeah. kind of the, you know, the team dynamic like? Like what's it, what's the... What's the 411? Sure. So uh, for sustainability, we have a small team here uh, that's part of the communications and sustainability group. Um, but that being said, we really see sustainability as everyone's responsibility. So it's not just me. It's not just the people on our team. Um, but it's really every associate who has a responsibility to think about how they can reduce our footprint as a company. So we have um, a really large team of associates that call themselves sustainability champions. And uh, their job is to think about ways we could do better at the field level and um, things we can do better at our distribution centers. And so they're constantly getting in touch and saying, hey, this is a great idea. I have to reduce shrink wrap usage. Or this is a way that we can um, cut our energy usage. So it's really, it's not just us, luckily, it's it's everyone really working together to make a difference. Is there something in this space that maybe you believe around sustainability that like others don't believe? Like, I know for us, like people don't know, like, well, how could you take like all recycled materials and make it into a bag, like something really, you know, kind of basic? Is there something like that maybe you've implemented or that maybe you've seen that, you know, maybe you know that it works and it's just like, getting it out there and communicating that more is like yeah. really the solution yeah I think um, I think there's a misconception that it costs more to be sustainable mm. and um, I don't think that's unique to our company I think that's a perception that's out there right yep. <laughs> sustainable means premium um, and while that's certainly while your bags certainly are premium um, you know it it doesn't have to cost more that's right. um, to integrate sustainability. And so that's a, that's a common misconception that we're always fighting. Um, for example, we sell some high uh, efficiency toilets and everyone assumes that they're going to cost more because they're more efficient. Mm -hmm. And in reality, uh, they're really competitive with, with uh, the conventional model. It's, um, you know, it's not going to cost you any more. It just um, offers... A, a more efficient benefit yeah no that's good i mean we definitely have like seen that a lot in our business like you know customers are always like shocked when i'm like yeah the bag started at 28 right. you know they're like expecting me to say like two thousand dollars or right. something but right. uh you know that's that's interesting um okay so i'm going to switch gears a little bit um just from a just getting the word out and like right effectively communicating i mean what what are you all doing is it is it social media is it traditional media is it all of the above what's been kind of working what's what are you testing yeah so um 
what we try and do is we try and integrate it into our strategy for all of our business groups. So, you know, we're a really sales-driven organization, so we spend a lot of time talking to our, our associates about the benefits of sustainable products and making sure that they can communicate them to our customers. Um, and then we also, you know, we spend time um, on our website uh, denoting what products are sustainable products, so you can actually search for WaterSense products or um, you can search for LED lighting. And so we try and make it easy <laughs> to mm -hmm. find the things that you want um, as a consumer. And then we also spend a lot of time communicating to our associates so that they understand not only what we're doing from an internal perspective, um, so we use our, our intranet site a lot for that, um, but we also, you know, anytime we, we are making a proactive shift, we try and communicate that externally too. Awesome. So the Ferguson Press Room is a cool thing to check out. We post a lot about our philanthropy and our sustainability initiatives there. Did you ever have any like mentors or someone that's like high in the sustainability space <laughs> or like who do you go to to bounce your ideas off of, if anyone? Yeah, so um, there's a few industry groups that um, help give perspective because it's a, you know it's a challenging field and, and some of the hurdles that we face are similar um, to to our competitors or um, other large companies. So we are members of the Boston College for Corporate Citizenship and we're able to bounce any ideas off of them. Um, and similarly, we are part of board.org that has a CSR specific um, focus. Do you go to like any good like trade shows or conferences where you kind of I guess kind of expose yourself to the broader industry and kind of find new contacts like how do you guys think about that yeah so um, we do we we primarily stick with the two groups I just mentioned um, but other ones that are worth checking out are things like sustainable brands which is a, a really large um, conference that's targeted mostly for CPG companies mm -hmm. um, and I think that's a great resource and then we also, um, we spend a lot of time also reading through the carbon disclosure project submittals to see what other companies are doing because that's kind of, that's the one area where everyone discloses. Can you tell me and more about so that? What's, more. what's inside of that? Is there, for the listeners, like, what are you, yeah. see, what are you looking for when you open this? I mean, I'm kind of... Sure. Um, so the carbon disclosure project is... Uh, a huge repository where any any publicly traded or private company can list what they're doing for sustainability. So it starts out by talking about your strategy and your governance and then it goes into actually listing out the products that you um, the projects that you've achieved throughout the year. So the carbon reductions, the waste reductions um, and and what you're doing to improve your operations overall. So um, it's really nice because you can track progress year over year, you can see everyone's goals, and um, it allows you to get a more in-depth look at the risks and opportunities that each company has as, um, as it relates to climate change. And what do you think it kind of takes to be, um, I guess, successful on a, on a wide scale, or maybe like something where you know, if there's just a small percentage of companies that are really taking the work seriously, yeah. um, what does it take to make all the companies? I mean, from Fortune One to, mm -hmm. you know, Inc. Five Thousand, fastest growing. I mean, like, what does it actually take to kind of make 
make a dent or make an impact in the change that you're trying to see? I mean, is it is it something that the companies have to embrace from a, you know, it has to be mandated and this is what it's <laughs> going to take? Or is it, um, do, you, do you have a consumer demand for it? How do you, how do you kind of think about where that is, uh, that change is inspired? Yeah, so I think it's different for each organization, um, but a great example that we recently saw was Amazon, who signed the Climate Pledge and um, has pledged to be net zero by 2040. Um, so that's really interesting to us because we're seeing that that's not necessarily coming from their stakeholders, mm-hmm. but mostly from their associates, mm-hmm. right? So, so it's a talent thing. Yeah, that, I think that's really what's driving it for it is um, we're just seeing associates that are really focused on working for companies that align with their values. So um, I think that's really what is driving a lot of these companies forward, is making sure that they they resonate with their employees and um, that they're doing the right thing for society. So I really think the businesses are leading because their associates are asking them to. And I know I asked you about the most challenging thing yeah. in your work, but I guess I should balance that out with what is the most exciting part about your work and what it, what it kind of gets you up in the morning? Yeah, I think um, the thing that I like the most about sustainability is um, it's a long-term game, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're working to uh, make a difference over time and some days you get a lot of progress <laughs> and some days it's a little bit, but you're always um, always looking to do things better. And so I like that it's never done. <laughs> I That's like right. that you always have some opportunity to get better. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you again for your time. Where can Absolutely. the listeners kind of follow along? I know you dropped um, the newsroom link. Is yeah. there somewhere we can send the listeners to learn more about Ferguson and uh, the products that you sell? Yeah, so uh, ferguson.com is probably the best place to go, but uh, we do have a press room that talks more about uh, our corporate information and uh, specifically a lot of what we're doing around philanthropy. Um, so we support a couple of great organizations in the skilled trade space, and I think that's really interesting work that we're doing. So uh, we've partnered with Skills USA and the Micro Works Foundation to help promote the um, essentially adolescents moving into the trades um, and considering it as a career path. So I would definitely check that out. For sure, yeah. It's all about kind of growing the entire pool of uh, talent and customers suppliers exactly on the same page well this is fantastic thank you again for your time absolutely